0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sent With Emphasis. I'm very excited about this episode. It's such a hard topic, talking about letting go, when to know what's right for you, when to know what's not. So I'm just, I'm really excited just to get into this one. I am also <laughs> fully sitting like pretzel-legged in my childhood bedroom closet right now because the sound comes best from here and life's just been crazy. I was in Vegas this past weekend and obviously I was in spring break before. If you haven't listened to the recap for that episode, go listen to it. Um, But this past weekend I was in Vegas and I saw Taylor Swift and, and anyone who knows me knows that she is my all-time favorite. I don't care if that's basic. I don't care if that's lame. I love her literally so much, like so obsessed. And I've been a Swifty forever, honestly. And because so, her heiress tour is literally the most iconic thing a musician has done. Like, imagine your very favorite singer or band going on tour for like their greatest hits. That's literally insane. She performed 44 songs in over three hours. Like, what the hell? She had no break. There was like no intermission. She killed every song. The dancing was amazing. The performances, the sets, the outfits, everything was just amazing. I could do a whole episode just for Swifties and honestly, wait, maybe I will. That's actually a really good idea. I might do that. But anyways, let's get into it. When to let go, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. So there are so many points to consider in this week's episode. Life is just ultimately a series of choices, of events, and sometimes it's essential to let go of something to move on. And that's tricky because everyone gets caught up in the middle of the whole, if it's meant to be, it will be, and the whole, if I want it, I should work for it. But how do you know when it's not meant to be anymore? And how do you know when to stop working for something? So first, I want to note that letting go and giving up are two completely different things. There are two things, though, that our society meshes together, and that's where it gets so confusing. A lot of people will tell you to let go when something doesn't feel right anymore or when it's not serving its purpose. Maybe this is a little bit of a hot take or a new perspective, but I do not fully agree with that. Because one, a lot of times the purpose of a relationship or friendship or situation isn't clear until after. You're not going to know the purpose when you're just spending time with someone or starting a new job or whatever. And people will always say things will get difficult or things will get hard. That doesn't mean they're not worth it. But they never talk about when things get uncomfortable or that things sometimes are hard because it feels off. And the reason is, is because everyone thinks they can forever live in this honeymoon phase in all aspects of life, relationships, careers, personal satisfaction, health, whatever it is. And I'm so sorry to break the news to you, but that just is not the case. Sometimes those self-proclaimed hard times are the times where you feel hatred towards your situation or just utter confusion or unknown. That is okay. And that doesn't mean it's time to give up. It does not. What successful marriage or career hasn't had moments of, wow, I really fucking hate this person or wow, I really fucking hate this job? Literally none. There are days where you feel confused and you are questioning, is this the right path for me? Is this the right person for me? And that's normal, which is why it is so toxic to say, let go when it doesn't feel right anymore because nothing will always feel right. Also, going off of this, things take sacrifice to work. Anything worth having comes with a level of sacrifice that needs to happen. Life isn't always going to be sunshine and butterflies, and just because there are bumps in the road doesn't mean this is your sign to quit. Things take sacrifice, and I am a firm believer that loyalty pays off in the end. But it is when you have tried everything, overcame conflicts, and you still feel as if this person or thing isn't fulfilling what you envision for yourself. And when this happens, I would say it's a prime example of a time to let go. Also, in terms of friendships and especially relationships, there is also an element of reciprocation that you need to be aware of. Sacrifices must be coming from this other person as well. That won't always look 50-50 either. And, you know, life ebbs and flows. And there are times you need to give more effort than you're going to receive. And that's fine. But if you're not getting shit from your partner and they aren't putting in the work, You need to have a conversation with them and let them know how you feel. And if nothing changes, it may be time to start letting go. Your energy is so precious. Life is so short. And honestly, there's a ton of people out there who are going to love you for you. You don't want to surround yourself with people who don't appreciate your worth and effort. Also... If you're having all these issues with someone in your early stages of a friendship and especially a relationship, these early stages are all happy and blissful and things are just going to get harder. People often think that as the relationship progresses, like all of these issues will just be resolved and this person will completely change and that moving in together or getting married is going to help. But that's just going to amplify your issues, and they are going to fall back into that person that they really are once that honeymoon phase is over. So be aware of the sacrifices and the effort coming from your partner. And now is the time when I whip out the quotes. Here we go. Pinterest Katie is in full effect, but this is seriously one of the greatest things to learn. So repeat it with me. Choose people who choose you. That is a lesson I learned the very hard way. And if someone is letting you put in all the effort, it's because they're used to you doing so and they don't care enough to. If they wanted to, they would. Simple as that. If an opportunity or person presents itself, take advantage of it. If someone loves you, love them back. You need to protect yourself because hanging on to people who have already let you go is only hurting you. Choose people who choose you. You will never have to force what is truly meant to be. So let what wants to leave, leave. Because what's meant to be will not pass you by, fuckers, okay? All right, there you go. Me yelling at you. That was a lot of quotes. But it's all true. And (laughs) I know it sounds like I'm literally telling you all, don't trust anyone. Be yourself. Choose yourself. Respect yourself. And I'm not trying to scare you. I mean, there are great people out there, which is why I wanted to start this episode talking about making sacrifices because things are worth it. Relationship, friendships, they are worth it. And it doesn't have to be such an all or nothing situation. But when you're putting in more effort than is received and you kind of are envisioning the relationship or friendship for more. than it is, it's not worth wasting your time over. So let's get into it. When do I actually let go? My recommendation is never to give up right away. As mentioned before, things take time, there's sacrifices, there's conflict, there's bumps in the road. But my suggestion is work the first one or two bumps in the road or the conflicts that arise. Work them out because things often become more clear in the difficult aspects of it. That might be confusing, but In hard times, you often have more clarity and you have more clarity after. If you're having a fight in your relationship, it'll show your partner's true colors, where they really stand, and ultimately if it's worth it for you. A lot comes out in difficult times that don't come out in the happy honeymoon phases of a relationship or job or just situation. More so, a lot of realization comes after that first conflict or issue. Do things change? Do things go back to staying the same? How do you feel? Do you feel better, content, and as if this right for you? Conflict is good. Conflict is okay. And nothing in society wants you to believe that. No one is posting on social media with their boyfriend and saying, just got out of a brutal argument, feeling confused, don't think this person is the right guy for me. Or at their job posting, not thinking this career is it, really hating it. Like, no one is fucking doing that. They're just posting their happy first chapter of our life and here's to one year, can't wait to forever more. Like, no one's posting the conflicts, okay? But everyone has them and they are okay. People think in an ideal world, they will find their perfect person or career or hobby or workout regimen and there are no more barriers. It just fits like a damn glove that doesn't get warm. That's exactly what people think and what society still wants you to think. That's not it. Because what is ideal for you is what you think is worth fighting for. And how do you know what's worth fighting for if you're not even willing to go to battle first? Which leads me to my next point. No one has the intention to fuck up their life or relationship. Issues arise naturally. No one is getting married to get divorced. No one is going into college to not decide on a major or not end up in a career not saying that maybe you don't have a plan or you're going into it with an open mind that's different but no one is going into their life to fuck everything up that's just that's not happening so in that case things take time in order to let go of something you have to have something worth letting go of and that takes time time will present to you what is true and that sounds lame but it's as accurate as i can be this industry you want to commit to now may seem perfect But after conflicts, you may realize it isn't right for you. But you have to test it out and you need time to properly see things through and experience the totality of it. And if it still doesn't feel right, my recommendation is to always consider other options, okay? Emphasis on consider. That doesn't mean go up and leave your job and make rash decisions. I mean, consider other options. Because sometimes all it takes is taking a look at what is out there to realize that everything really does take work and what you have now may truly be the best for you. Instead of contemplating and being in your head and texting your mom or your best friends a hundred times, I don't know if I should let this thing go. Should I keep trying? Is this person right for me? Take your perspective outside of your own life and look at similar relationships or situations. You will probably come to realize that no one is perfect and every one relationship and situation and career has its own issues or you might find something more fulfilling you want to work towards there are so many jobs careers friends boys girls cities that you want to live in out there and the best way to get a general understanding of if your situation is good for you is to look into that change And that's not saying compare your relationship to somebody else's, but you know, you might be thinking that yours is terrible and that it's not going perfectly, but when you realize that no one else's really ever does, it might make you realize that it's okay and that shit happens. People change and desires change, but one thing I will say that stays the same is that anything that is worth having takes work to get there. And kind of going off of that, You have to be intentional and actually put in the work and fully try something to see it out. There's like a current term going around right now called quiet quitting and a lot of you probably know what that is. Maybe you don't. It's like super Gen Z and basically describes how employees are just not allowing work to consume them in a way where they meet the minimum requirements to complete a job or task and nothing further. They complete exactly what's expected of them and don't put in any additional effort or time. They're just done there. It's almost like putting in the effort needed and not overextending yourself. And I won't get too much into this topic because I don't want this episode to center around work or work ethic, but I see the term in two lights. One, I fucking love it. People in this generation are prioritizing their work-life balance and not becoming controlled by the corporate world or their jobs and instead focusing on their life quality and individual satisfaction. Fantastic. Here for it. Fucking love it. On the other hand, I hate it. I think in terms of hard work, it goes against everything I was raised by. Hard work pays off and quiet quitting is an excuse for people to do the bare minimum and get by and ultimately become lazier. And truthfully, I feel that if you are lazy in your job, you're probably not as driven in other aspects of your life because that stuff carries over and motivation is like a domino effect. Also... If you don't have goals or pride in what you do, why are you even doing it? You know, like, I get it. You want to make money. But if you're just showing up and not enjoying or diving into your work, then it doesn't really seem like your life satisfaction is that great then anyways. I don't know. The point of this episode isn't to fight with the Gen Z and millennials and different generations on their viewpoints of this phrase. That's seriously not what it's about. You think what you want, whatever. But like I said before, in order to let go of something, you need to have something to let go of. So in terms of quiet quitting, you could just be showing up and going through the motions, but you're going to regret not putting in the effort and not giving it a shot and not trying your best. You need to really give it a go, test the waters beyond the shallow end, and dive into what you're doing. Conflict will present itself, and you'll realize if it's meant to be for you or not. So you're probably wondering, okay, how do I know what's meant to be? My answer to this is never simple. I don't know if anyone's can be, but I always say when the good outweighs the bad, and it's something you don't have to force, that's when you know it's meant to be. And I know this may hurt some people, but life is a series of choices. It is. We are actively making choices to be with this person or pursue this career or go work out. I'm sorry, but you don't just find someone and then wake up every day for the rest of your life like, oh, I'm good. No more effort needed. I'm good. Life's good. No more choices. We are actively making those choices or to work out or to eat healthy. That is what changes things. We are what we do. We are our habits. And what's worth it is when those benefits greatly outweigh the severity and the quantity of the consequences. To give an example, I'll use myself. So, I've gone through a lot of different career interests, and there's just a lot out there that I'm passionate about. So, I kind of wanted to learn more about each of those topics and get experience in all of them. So, I was debating becoming a TV reporter for quite some time in college, like a sports broadcaster or local news reporter. I don't know. I was just considering it all. I had an internship and want to preface the internship was great and this is nothing against it whatsoever. I loved practicing on air and finding hard-hitting stories and just having that adrenaline rush. But what I didn't realize was that those two things are probably about 20% of the actual job. Many people think, oh, TV reporter, oh, they're on TV all the time. That is like the bare minimum of what the job entails. So I had to consider, was the other 80% of the job that was the lack of pay that reporters make, horrible hours, working weekends and holidays, constant writing, limited creativity. Was that worth the 20% of being on air and having that pivotal story? No, not for me. The bad greatly outweighed the good there because I didn't love those things enough to outweigh all the hell I would have to go through just to get there. But to figure this out, I had to test it out. I had to dive in. I had to give it time and let conflict present itself to know that it really wasn't what I wanted. And the same goes for really anything in life. And that's kind of the point I'm trying to make here is that you really have to give things a shot to know if they're worth letting go. And when the first conflict arises, that's not a sign to let it go. You have to overcome it. You have to see what's on the other side of that mountain, and you have to see if what happens after the conflict is really worth it. Another really important part of letting go that I realize is that patterns repeat themselves. I was writing for a blog my junior year of college, and this was one of the first things I wrote was all about patterns repeating themselves. You know that guy that doesn't want to date or that friend that doesn't reciprocate your effort, if the patterns keep repeating themselves, it usually is something deeper than you and isn't personal and they won't change. It's not gonna change. And you have to give yourself the respect you deserve to know when to pull away from that. So this goes right into, when do I let go of something? Patterns repeat themselves and people don't change unless something deeper inside of them does. Having hope is fantastic, and I'm not saying there's anything against having hope or working through something with somebody, but you know when there's that cynical cycle of the same shit going on and nothing is changing. And I get the whole thought process of maybe this time will be different. And you know what? That's accurate for the first or second time that they don't call you back or make plans or want to date you, but after that, you have to let it go. If there is no change, you need to realize that there never will be and you did everything that you could. You have nothing to regret. You gave it your all and you need to let it go. And also, if you don't let it go and they don't change, if this is someone you care about, they're going to get annoyed with you. And if you walk away before that, they're going to see what they missed out on and respect you more for it. And if it's something you see worth it, maybe have a conversation with the person or employer and just be honest on how you feel and where you see yourself. And if they don't align or they don't even give you the respect of a good response, then that is your sign to leave. You did what you could, and it's a closed door that will lead you right to another open one. And I know that sucks. Trust me, I know fucking firsthand I have gone through so many different situations of patterns repeating themselves and me telling myself this time will be different, this time will be different. But the biggest thing I can say is that people will only treat you with the respect that you have for yourself. And if you don't have respect for yourself, how can you expect someone to respect you? And that goes off topic a little, but it really does align with letting go because you have to have the respect to know that you're not being treated how you deserve and you need to let go. And that applies for relationships, for situationships, friendships, careers, even treating yourself with the respect you deserve. You need to let go of your fears. You need to let go of all the toxic things that are ultimately bringing you down. And sometimes leaving that situation will either allow you to realize how shitty it was or it will allow that person to realize what they really had. Putting that gavel down and walking away is often just the change that someone needs. And this isn't to give false hope to anyone. If you walk away, they may not be following you, but you're giving yourself the respect that you deserve. Another point to consider on when to let go is looking into your long-term goals. Sometimes we get so caught up in the instant gratification of what we think we want or the excitement of something new that we lose sight of what we really want for ourselves in our future. So consider what you want to achieve, where you want to be, and what you want to prioritize for yourself, and then assess if that person, job, career, or situation is going to help you get there, or if it's just going to hurt your fucking chances. One final area that I wanted to talk about was letting go of ideas. This is is less to do with other people or jobs or friendships and more to do with you fighting with yourself. You need to let go of ideas of what you think should happen or what you thought should have happened. In other words, it is the idea of letting go of perfection, of expectations. There's this quote, again, here we go with the quotes, um, but it says, stop trying to be liked by everyone because you don't even like everyone. So if you have all these crazy expectations to be liked by all, it will get you nowhere. If you are hung up on criticism, rejection, or just a comment that someone made, it's because you're allowing outside people or outside things define your worth. If you believe you're good enough, nothing else matters. And you are good enough. I will tell you that right now. And you don't need that outside validation. Also, I've mentioned this before and I'll say it again. A lot of times people's choices or words are not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them internally. So let it go because it's a lot of times not as personal as you think it is. I also really have difficulty letting go of how I think things should have played out or gone. But if things should have been a certain way, they would have been that way. Things are going to happen how they're supposed to, and there's a feeling when like a thought or situation or something has overstayed its welcome. You know, you've thought about it so much that it just kind of makes you sick to think about and you don't want to have to think about it or make a decision anymore. So once that happens, find a new feeling or situation to hang on to and let that one go. And for when you do let it go, it's liberating. It's liberating to finally let go what has been dragging you down. And I know that it's fucking scary to let go of something that you're familiar with. But life is too short to not enjoy what is really meant for you. Life ebbs and flows once again. Things change and happiness will come again, I promise you. So let go of what isn't serving you and make room for what is. And whatever you're thinking about right now when I just said that, let go of that because I know you've been thinking about it. And remember, people, honestly, sometimes you just need to have faith in whatever faith looks like to you. Have hope and trust in the greater good. I fully believe in the laws of attraction, and if you do good, good will come to you. And if you have to let go of something that is so much more toxic and hurtful than good, and it's not something you really see playing out in the end, then good things will come. Letting go is so tough because all you can see is right in front of you, the good, the bad, the honeymoon stage, all of it. And it's so hard to even fathom anything past that. When you're going through a breakup, the last thing you're thinking of is being with someone else because all you can think about is that person in front of you. But years ago, you wouldn't have predicted yourself to be where you are now either. Things take time and they work out for the good people. And sometimes it takes letting go of that control and leaving it up to a higher power to see that. So give yourself the courage you need to let go. Give yourself the time it takes to see things through and go through that conflict to see if something is really worth fighting for. Also, trust your gut, dude. Like If you're having a bad feeling about something or something just feels off, go with it. Ask the questions you need to ask. Analyze what's going on. Maybe do a little digging, look further into the situation, and trust your gut. And that doesn't just go for cheating boyfriends or cheating girlfriends or something that is hurtful. That goes for careers too. If you feel in your gut that something really isn't for you, then really go with that because it's probably trying to lead you somewhere else. Don't second guess your gut. Don't go to outside opinions. Just really trust it. And you know what your gut is when you're trying to talk yourself out of it, when you're trying to prove yourself wrong. And that is almost the worst part because I Fully understand that gut feelings can be the most sickening ones, especially when it's something you really don't want to believe. But just trust your gut because good is coming. All right, hot take section. I feel like it's been a while since I've done one of these on my own. I don't really know why. But this one is kind of nice that I am doing it by myself because I really know that so many people disagree. I think Dasani is the best bottled water okay, bye, I know everyone's disagreeing, just turn off the podcast now, whatever. And I know that makes me sound like a brat or a snob, and it's not supposed to at all. I actually hate this topic because I really do think that a lot of the water tastes the same, and it's not like, I won't drink this, I won't drink that. But I didn't even know that this was an unpopular opinion until everyone in like 2018 was just going in about how much Dasani sucks. Like, I feel like there was such a point where it was such a popular topic for people to just shit on Dasani. I don't know what that was about. I don't even know if anyone else remembers that, but I'm just sticking by my girl Dasani because I love it. And I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it when people said it sucks. I was like, what, what's so bad about it? Dasani tastes like home to me. Okay. And I don't know why it feels nostalgic or tastes nostalgic, but it literally tastes like pure water and like I'm refreshing my insides. Okay, and I know it's not that deep, you guys, but I don't like soda and I don't drink coffee, so water is really all I got, so just let me have my moment because I really will stand by Dasani. And going off of that, Aquafina, also fire. Straight flames. In all honesty, though, I wonder if I blindfolded myself and poured them all into cups and did like a taste testing, if I would even be able to tell the difference. Because I feel like they all taste differently when they're super cold, but then they all taste the same when they're room temperature. So maybe this is just a whole placebo effect. I don't really know. But it's not like I also hate Ice Mountain or Nestle, 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 whatever, Nestle Life. But Dasani just has a different taste to it. And it tastes like home. I don't know how else to explain it. Like if I'm at a gas station and all the water bottles in the world are right there to choose from, I will choose Dasani. So. I know it's a hot take, but I love it. Shout out to Sani. You're the best. Maybe sponsor me. That'd be pretty cool. But that is all I have for this week's episode. Seriously, when it comes to letting go, I know that that shit is tough. I know that it's confusing. And I know that it's never easy to trust your gut or analyze what you think is best for you. But I'm telling you, if you go through the time that you need to and conflict presents itself and you can work through it, that's great. Good things take time and everything takes sacrifice. But if patterns keep repeating themselves and shit isn't getting better after the conflict and it's making you realize, damn, maybe this isn't for me, then it's time to let go. So let go of what you need to start fresh and have the confidence and respect in yourself to do so. But whatever you do, don't let go of the Scent With Emphasis podcast, people, because as always, I'm here to remind you to own who you are mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. I will see you next Tuesday.